Andrew Pitkin on your KNEM KNMO update program here with Troy Denny. He's the fire chief at the Nevada Fire Department. And Troy, thanks for your time. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, no problem. And so we'll get right into things here. And uh, just first off, talk about that new rescue truck. I know the first uh, conversation that you and Mike had, actually, this was uh, back in the spring. So about a year ago, you were talking about kind of needing a new truck and and getting things in order. And so uh, how's everything going with it? It's going great. Uh, We picked it up uh, the first part of the year or first part of the first part of February. Uh, Got it. We had a couple couple issues that were some some stuff we missed doing the the walk around it's got to go back over to canyonton one more time uh, to have a an outlet put on it for the our winch that goes on the back and then freightliner the the manufacturer of the chassis they've been in trying to been helping us do all the warranty um you know the the big thing was was the the color you know i've had a lot of people a lot of comments on you know that having Nevada, the crimson and gray on it is just it's awesome it looks it shows good community support and that's kind of that was kind of the intentions when we when we decided on you know changing up from traditional candy apple red with the white over the top you know we, we thought well, what about going crimson and gray and of course on the back of it, it's got the tiger head and it says Nevada proud and you know that's that's what we're trying to convey is we're proud a proud proud to be a part to serve the community in Nevada and we thought one way to do it was to to put that on there and then also help support the school. How are some of those people able to see the truck and, and get their opinions to you and, and things like that? Um, we've got, you know, Nevada Fire Department's got the Facebook page. You can make comments on that, which you've had several on that. If you haven't seen the truck, you can you can either look at that if you if you can get out. Um, you can just come up by the station there at, at 316 West Cherry. Uh, come in, ring the doorbell if you want to see it. Um course with this warmer weather the guys have been out and it's been been out on the ramp and they've been out driving it yeah, it's it's still still some newness it's it's almost like the the truck we had before same same manufacturer same chassis just drives a lot better you know it, it's new there's one of the guys made a comment today that you know it just didn't have that little bit of a vibration in the front end that when we're when they were responding on the call it was just all smooth and another guy when he went down to freight liner yesterday to have have him do something on the computer he he was was just like he goes i didn't realize i was going as fast as i was i had to back out of it and so and then he said well then i realized it had cruise control on it too so he set the cruise and cruise back to nevada but yeah it's it's been it's been a godsend i mean just for you know now all the tools before on the old one we didn't have quite as much space because we had a crew compartment and the equipment was kind of put in places and we couldn't get to we'd have to dig some of the stuff we'd have to kind of dig to get to now with with this new one we don't have that everything is out it's accessible you walk up you pull a tray you can grab it or it's mounted on a on a board um it's gonna, it's gonna make a lot a lot better um when we get response or on a call as far as when we need a tool to get, get help to people we need to so also at the city council meeting uh last week you were talking about getting some extrication tools as well to kind of go in combination with this rescue truck what will those tools be used for so the tools with the so when i started back in 2012 they just just started using hydraulics and basically what it is it's a it's a battery operated it's not quite the same battery as a be like the same as a drill i mean like the older dewalt it's a bigger style uh, battery uh, it's got about an hour and 
about an hour and a half runtime on it. Our batteries now, with the age on them, they they work maybe about thirty minutes, and you you might get through one extrication if you have something to cut somebody out. Um, more power on the spreaders, and as far as the the force and the pull, and it has a wider it, it'll spread open farther. Where our old one was only a twenty four inches, this one's going to have a thirty two inch spread on it. So uh, with the way technology is you know cars the windows are making them bigger they're using stronger metals uh the cutters that we're getting the the nickname that the company give them is called the beast they're they're the highest highest rated uh extrication tool on the market right now they'll actually they'll cut through the titanium usually on the support bars that are in the in the frames now they'll actually cut through where other ones we could cut but it'd just take a real long time or we'd have to cut access to it and then get a special light or get a special uh sawzall blade and then try to cut it that way with these you can cut you can cut right through it and it's got a wider a wider opening to get on so that what we call the b post is where like where the where the front door and the back door meet that's what we call the b post on the bottom the buick the buick saber or buick lacrosse has the widest at 13 it's the only car that we can't cut the bottom of it but you know that's not you know we can still do it you just got to come up a little higher but we're really excited about getting those when we get those we're going to kind of do a demo uh we might even look at when if bushwhacker days is going to happen we talked about the guys have talked about doing an extrication demo on saturday so you know kind of got there and show the show the show the community what we got and what we can do Speaking with Nevada Fire Chief Troy Denny here on your KNEM KNMO update program. Just want to ask you another question. I've been asking some other guests about this. What was it like when that cold snap came a couple weeks ago for you all at the fire department? So we had, you know, we with the ice and everything, we, we knew that was there was going to be some limbs down, some power outages, outages. And then, of course, also being the emergency manager director, we had got notification that you know they were going to do the rolling blackouts and that really concerned um the city with you know losing if we was going to lose power we did the city did the city and kind of the surrounding area did lose power um evergy said that it was due to a transfer switch switch that froze it wasn't part of the rolling blackouts and we did we we experienced some we had we had a couple fires from that or during that time time period after the rolling blackouts and due to the cold um one of you know we had three houses that the fan motors from running so hard and for so long and they were older older motors and they they seized up locked they seized and locked up which then then turned the house the house filled up with smoke people thought their house was on fire we run those three and then we had one that a heat pump had, had froze up and that was the we think when we when we had the fire and we investigated, we thought that was the the cause that the heat pump had had froze and locked up and then caught fire. Another important topic as well is just uh, checking the batteries in in smoke yep. detectors and the importance of that. What's the timeline that people should stick to when doing that? So we're getting ready. I think what next weekend we're getting ready to do time change on the fifteenth. I think it is. Um, so anytime you roll your clock, anytime you roll your clocks back or roll your clocks ahead, every six months change the batteries or and then test them and then also is do a, a fire escape plan with your family have a plan so if the smoke detectors do go off or your house happens to catch on fire you've got that meeting place out front you know so when we get there we know that everybody's out um you know just just get out there you know check your detectors 
Um, if you need, if you if you're unable to do that, call up to the fire station. The guys will come out. They'll check your batteries. They'll check your smoke detectors. You know, and it's all and that's all free of charge. And so, what are a couple of just basic framework things that people should be thinking about when creating a plan for what their family should do in case of a fire? So, I mean, you know, nighttime. You know, it's going to be dark. You know, no, be able to get out of your house and kind of know the layout. You know, having that having that meeting place, you want two ways out of a room. So if you got a window, window of the door, or if you just have one, if you know, and sleep with the one of the big things they put do a big push on is to make sure you sleep with your with your door closed with your bed because if if fire happens, that creates a block and and gives you some gives you more time. If you try to want to, if your detector's going off and you you get to that door, feel it with the back of your hand and stay low. You know. Um, crawl out you open the door there may be smoke stay down where the good air's out crawl out get out if you can if the door's hot open a window if you're on the second story you know they make they make home escape ladders that you can put in there that can hang over the seal you can crawl down or if if we're if we get on get on scene and we're doing our walk around and yell you know get somebody's attention if they don't hear with all everything going on if they don't hear you you know i i I say this throw something at them you know if it's if it's a child or someone you know throw something get their attention do something to get those attentions a lot of times in the the summertime you know you hang a curtain out the window uh is kind of a is kind of a sign that we know that maybe somebody's up there something else too troy that we mentioned the last time we talked actually it was before we got to 2021 but was just how things were going as being the new fire chief and you're coming up on a year here you've got i think a couple months until then but i've actually the end of the month so the 28th yeah the 28th will be the 28th will be one one year that i've i've been in the position um a lot of changes we started working started working more with the ambulance running more calls with them on medical calls and stuff we we set we've all sat down and had meetings as far as what calls they would like us on uh, we we have seen a, an increase in calls for the first time ever in nevada history we've broke a thousand calls we had a thousand sixty eight this year uh right now where we set right now we're set to maybe get 1500 calls because we're at we're right about i think we're the last when i did the last QC when I sat down and reviewed the reports, we were at 315, and we've had five or six calls since then, so we're well over 320. Well, sounds good, Troy. Is there anything else you'd like to say here as we wrap up? Just uh, you know, on the smoke detectors, you know, uh, since the first year we've had some fires, and there's been some fires in the, the southwest Missouri area. Uh, the first, like the first week. There were six fatality fires in southwest Missouri, and all those fires could have been prevented had they had a working smoke detector, or chances that they could have been prevented if they'd had working smoke detectors would have notified the homeowners or the the residents, and they could have got maybe possibly got out and, you know, what bad happened wouldn't have happened. Absolutely. Well, Troy, thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Andy. I appreciate it. Anytime. That's Troy Denny. He's the fire chief over at the Nevada Fire Department right here on your KNEM KNMO update program. I'm Andrew Pitkin. Thanks for listening.